Hello and welcome to this Open University video tutorial designed to supplement the module T189 Digital Photography. In this tutorial, we're going to be taking a look at the Adjustment Brush tool in Adobe Lightroom. The Adjustment Brush tool applies specific effects to your image using an effect that mimics the use of a brush, such as a paintbrush. The Adjustment Brush is located next to the Graduate Filter tool that we used in the previous tutorial, underneath the histogram. When I click on the adjustment brush, you can see that we get the same set of adjustment sliders that we had with the gradient filter. Down here, we have some additional settings that control the properties of the brush tool. The best way to demonstrate the tool is to increase the exposure slider and come over to the neutral gray image here and you can see that the mouse pointer is representing the tool, a central point and two outer circles. I'll just click and drag to paint over the image here and you can see that it's lightened just that section that I've painted over. I can brush this effect anywhere on the image, just as freely as if it were a paintbrush. As with the graduate filter, you get a pin, although you can't move the effect around. However, you can adjust any of the effect sliders, so I could darken the exposure for the brush, or lighten it even further. I can adjust the properties of the brush tool, but this won't adjust the areas that I've already brushed on the image. So I can adjust the size of the brush. You'll notice that the outer circles get larger and these represent the size. So I can now paint the effect over a wider area. I'll just undo that. The next option we have is something called feather, which controls the outer ring of the tool. This is what causes the soft graduation between the center and the edge of the brushed effect. I can adjust the feather to zero and the outer ring of the brush disappears. Now I can paint and the brush is much harder, producing a much more solid effect. Or I could undo that and increase the feather to maximum. And I get a much softer effect. If I drop the feather down to zero again, you can see that we get this rippling effect. This is controlled by the flow slider. It's not usual that you would use zero feathering, so you wouldn't normally see the rippling effect here. Flow controls the flow of the tool. Think of this like how much paint is on your paintbrush. If I increase the flow, you can see that we get a very thick and solid application of the effect. We've applied all the paint in one go. If I undo that and reduce the flow, you can see that we get a much more subtle application of the tool, but I can continue to paint over the same area, increasing the effect, slowly layering it up which allows you more fine control of exactly how much the tool affects the image. I'm going to undo everything, returning to the neutral gray. The final slider is the density slider, which adjusts the maximum amount that the tool is applied. If I set the flow to maximum and also density to maximum, when I paint, I get a really solid application of the effect that entire plus 2.46 exposure adjustment has been applied in one go. I'll set that to full exposure adjustment and it's the maximum effect that we can have with this tool. If I set the density to a lower number and paint again, you can see that we get less of an effect. However, unlike flow, we can't paint over and over again. Density affects the maximum amount that the tool can be applied. So balancing flow and density allows me to control the subtlety of the tool. So I could choose a smaller brush with some feathering and I could choose a low amount of flow 
and a low density, and it hardly has an effect at all. But I can gradually build up the effect, allowing me much finer control over the application of it. This could help when you come to do some adjustments to a proper photograph later on. There's a few more useful features of the adjustment brush. If I just move over to the pin and put my mouse over it, you'll notice that the areas that have been brushed have become highlighted in a pinky red hue. This helps you see where the brush has been applied. Also, you can tell how strongly the effect has been applied. The brighter the red, the stronger the effect. You can also set this overlay to be permanently on using the checkbox down here. When it's ticked, you can brush an effect and you'll see it appear in red. This is just to allow you to see where your tool has been applied and can be very useful when working on a proper photograph, but I tend to leave it off. We also have an erase tool where we can set the size, feather and flow of our eraser. I'll just increase the size a little and then I can simply paint over to erase the brush effect. Very handy if you've made a mistake. We also have an A and B brush selection here which allows you to set two different brush types. So for instance, we could have one larger brush for large areas of effect and then set up another smaller brush for more precise work. Then we can simply switch between them. Moving on to our practical example, you might remember this photograph from the earlier black and white tutorial. If so, you might recall that I thought that the lower corner here was a little too dark and needed to have some of those details increased, especially the chair on the left. The adjustment brush is ideal for this kind of adjustment, so I'll just go and increase the exposure slider. I'll set it to a fairly high value, as we can always adjust that down afterwards. I'll reduce the brush size down, and I'll choose maximum feathering. And also I'll reduce the flow a little, allowing me to be more subtle. And then I'll just paint over the chair here, slowly and carefully. It's a little painstaking, but well worth it. Let's just look at the affected area here. And you can see that the issue is that we're not getting those details out of the shadows. I'll just adjust the shadow slider and see what effect that has. That looks better. I'll just increase the flow so that you can see the effect a little bit more obviously. There we go. So if we go back to before, and then after, you can see that we've improved this area. The issue is that it's too obvious that I've used the brush now. There's this ghost around the chair and it looks very crude. This is why subtlety is key. You need to be very careful with the flow and density values to ensure that you get the best control over the amount of effect applied to the scene. If you submitted this for your EMA, you'd be marked down because it's too obvious that a tool has been used. I can probably reduce that by adding some less dense brush strokes around the outside of the ghost, making everything look more natural. There we go, something like that. It looks better, but really it would take me some time to perfect this, so we'll leave it there. 
We'll move on now to the final image here, one that we saw previously in the spot removal tutorial. I'm concerned by this strange effect on the shoulders of the jacket here, a discoloured pattern that you might have seen before on television. This issue is known as moiré, and is caused when a camera sensor can't cope with the fine detail in some materials. Lightroom gives us a very simple tool to cope with this. Using the brush tool, I can select the moiré reduction slider and increase the value. Then I simply come down here and brush over the moiré. You'll notice it starts to remove the pattern. And there we go, all done. Let's just check before and then after. You can see that we've improved the image instantly and it's replaced the moiré pattern with the same colour as my jacket. This isn't a very common issue, but as of 2012, some high-end cameras are becoming more susceptible to this effect, so it might be an increasing occurrence in the future. I hope you've seen from this tutorial that the adjustment brush is a very useful tool for applying a range of regional adjustments to a photograph. We've only just scratched the surface in this tutorial. Have a play with one of your photos, and remember not to make it too obvious that the tool has been used. Flow, density and feathering are your greatest way of controlling this. Thank <laughs> you.